0: I'm Lily Kinet, Blue Ridge Public Radio's regional reporter, and I'm here with Kate Martin, who's the lead investigative reporter for Carolina Public Press. She's been following the Cherokee County Department of Social Services um, court cases for over two years now. Thanks for being with me here today, Kate. Thanks for having me, Lily. So this case has revolved around a DSF policy using a custody and visitation agreement to remove children from their parents um, without court oversight is how you explain it. Can you please explain the policy a little bit for our listeners um, before we get into the recent updates in the current federal civil case from this week?
1: Absolutely. So what I'm about to say is outlined in some court documents and also was in testimony during a May civil trial. Basically, what would happen is social services, when they had a really difficult case, uh, they would try to use this document to go to the parent and say, hey, um, sign this document and give your custody of your child to usually a relative or a friend. Um, And if you don't do that within a certain short time period, like 24 hours, then we're going to start the process to get the kid moved to foster care where you might not ever see them
0: again. How many children were removed from their home using this policy in in Cherokee County?
1: I believe at least 30. The attorneys who are representing the civil uh, plaintiffs, they think that it could be higher than that. Possibly as many as 50.
0: We actually had a new update in this case, which has been going on since 2015, um, where the former DSS director, Cindy Palmer, pled guilty. And it's kind of wrapping up her portion of the case. Um, tell us a little bit as, about her sentencing and how that guilty plea went. Well, Cindy didn't
1: say a whole lot in court. She answered questions from the judge, you know, affirming that she knows what she's pleading guilty to, that, um, you know that she's of sound mind and not under the influence, just the really st- typical questions that one would answer from a judge, making sure they were happy with their defense attorney. Um, she uh, pleaded guilty to felony obstruction of justice. Uh, the, she had two counts of those against her, uh, one for each of the two or so years that she was in charge of that office. As a result of that guilty plea, they're dropping the other charges against her. There were three misdemeanor charges, There was also a perjury charge that they had against her because she lied during a court proceeding in 2018 and saying that she didn't know about the custody and visitation agreements until after they had been uncovered by an attorney. Staff members of the office had said during a trial in May that she certainly did know about them. And I know of other uh, folks who said that she knew about them as well. So in any case, um, what this meant as part of this plea agreement, is that she's not going to spend any time in jail. She's going to be on unsupervised probation, and she's ordered by the judge to not work at Cherokee County DSS again, uh, which is kind of, um, you know, she had already resigned her position the previous uh, month, and the county had said that she was ineligible to be rehired.
0: After this long case, now it's wrapped up, and she also got, I think, 24 hours of community service. Other people have also been charged in this. I think that's one of the things that um, Cindy Palmer has said is that um, this policy was used prior to starting her role as well. And the former DSS supervisor, David Hughes, pled guilty to two misdemeanors in 2021 as part of this agreement. Former county attorney, Scott Lindsay, is also on trial for these. Um, So how far back does the use of the CVAs go?
1: Well, as far back as I've seen in some of the court filings is 2009, possibly 2007. I need to check my timeline on that. However, the attorneys for the plaintiffs who are suing the county, Cindy Palmer and Scott Lindsay, and some other directors, they say they believe that it could be as far back as before 1999.
0: Yeah, so kind of to just put a a face to these people who have been involved with this policy. One of the recent court cases that was won was of Brian Hogan and his daughter was uh, taken away using this policy. And they actually won a judgment of $4.6 million against Cherokee County. Um, You covered that case in court. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about that case? So Brian's
1: wife in 2016 had a heart attack. And Brian went to Asheville to be with her. In that time, he left his children with a neighbor. They all lived at a trailer park and left left her there. Um, the neighbor the neighbor's child was also her best friend. You know, she was really excited to be there. Um, except that at school, she apparently some school uh, teachers had complained about an odor from her. And so DSS went to investigate, and then Brian had signed temporary custody to his father because he didn't have anybody else to give her to. Um, and this was a this was a legal placement, right? Like they did this legally, and they I believe they went to him a couple of times to do this um, because he was very occupied with his wife. And then when he got back to town, he had been evicted while he was in Asheville and was trying to set up an apartment, and. Um, then one day DSS calls him and tells him that he has 24 hours to sign another agreement. And so he calls his father and they go to the DSS office together and they sign this document. And he said that nobody had explained the document to him. Nobody told him that the document said that his daughter would be in her grandfather's custody until she turned 18. And the reason he doesn't know what the document said is because he can't read, you know, he's, he's illiterate. And he's done, he had done everything that DSS had told him to do in terms of getting a job. Brian testified how he's always worked, you know, every day in his life when he's can, like they, the DSS told him to get a job one day and he had a job the next day. And so it's not from lack of effort on his part, according to his testimony, but they just didn't, they didn't read the document to him and he just didn't understand it. And so he spent a whole year um, away from his daughter. And then one day he runs into his attorney at the courthouse and basically begs her to look at this and help him get his daughter back. And that's where it all blew open.
0: And then another case that was settled for half a million dollars, and there are still other cases pending against Cherokee County. That is a lot of money to have settled from Cherokee County. How is that working as far as, you know, paying off these settlements and and, um, dealing with this from an insurance and tax perspective?
1: Well, first, let's try and talk about and put a number on the remainder of these cases. So um, just for context, Cherokee County's annual revenues for property taxes is $17.2 million. And uh, a county commissioner had said during a meeting that their lawyer had said in a closed session that it could cost $50 million. And so... Fifty million dollars, if they go to court on everything, is like three years of all of the property tax money that Cherokee County gets. You know these cases. There's at least um, a couple dozen of them, I believe, in the court file. I haven't updated my spreadsheet lately, um, but they are. You know, the next one is going to be going to trial in January, and the the problem from the Cherokee County's point of view with Cindy Palmer's guilty plea. Is there's a clause in their contract with their insurer that says, basically, if anyone is convicted of a felony in the conduct of doing their job, then, you know, that basically means we're not going to cover you for these incidents and so now Cherokee County doesn't have any insurance coverage for this and I and I'm betting this is all going to be argued in court like this isn't just the end all be all of it they're going to argue in court. and so without this insurance coverage uh the cherokee county taxpayers are going to have to pay for it and you know i don't think it's going to be 50 million dollars it's probably going to get settled if i were to guess but that's still a very large amount of money that a poor rural county is going to have to shoulder there's going to be a lot of tough decisions for cherokee county's elected officials in the next few years
0: and i believe this is also you know not the only Time that Cherokee County has had to settle in court. Oh, and actually, those are also linked to Cindy Palmer through her husband, Derek Palmer, who is the sheriff. And you've been covering that as well. Um, can you just briefly speak to some of that?
1: Yes. Uh, a number of years ago, an inmate named Joshua Shane Long had been arrested. Uh, he came to the jail and uh, basically sat in a cell for several hours until he died. Uh, right before his arrest, a deputy said that it looked like he tilted something up into his mouth from like an Altoid tin or a little metal tin and ingested something, but they never checked on what that was. They never sent him to medical, uh, after he collapsed, it took some time for basically a a medevac to get there. They were going to fly him to Tennessee, but for some reason it took 45 minutes for that helicopter to leave. And so there's a lot of unknowns there about what happened and exactly why. And the county settled that case. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the dollar amount is yet because it involves a minor and the court usually appoints somebody to make sure that the settlement is fair for that minor. So
0: a lot of pending litigation that you're continuing to follow. Um, What should we look out for in the in the coming days?
1: Yeah, um, I'm really interested to see how the county reacts to this guilty plea because their insurer is suing them in Wake County. Um, And, you know, since since she's pled guilty, there should be some interesting uh, movement there. Uh, The big thing we should look for is this next trial in Asheville in the federal court uh, with a woman named Molly Cordell, who was removed from her uh, father after her mother died. This is the sister of the woman who um, received the $450,000 settlement and was in a a significantly worse uh, position than Heaven had been. This woman was uh, essentially forced to get a job to pay for her room and board, where if she had been put in a legal placement, the county would be paying for her room and board. So there's a lot of problems with the county taking a child away in in an illegal way. You're supposed to get services, they're supposed to check out where you're living and do background checks on the people living there. Um, If you don't mind me also adding an anecdote from Palmer's guilty plea yesterday, the special prosecutor, Bob Zellinger from the attorney general's office who prosecuted Palmer said that there were instances where a woman uh, was forced to basically give temporary custody of her son to her father-in-law who had drug charges of his own And Zellinger said the children in the house were being sexually abused by the older children. DSS still did this and used a CVA and sent the child to this house. The mother later learned that her son had been molested there.
0: Yeah, a lot to still keep an eye on. Um, Thank you for your your coverage of this, and thanks for speaking with me. Uh, I'm Lily Knepp with the regional reporter for Blue Ridge Public Radio, and you've been listening to Kate Martin, who's the lead investigative reporter for Carolina Public Press. Thanks for being with me today, Kate. Happy to be here.